throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights. I am your host, Dear James, and my incredible, fabulous co-host, the Lady Jacqueline, is off this week. So here we are in the bridge moment of the new. And as we had talked about last week, and I'm just going to recap really quickly and welcome everyone, wherever you're joining from around the globe. Thank you for joining. Thank you for coming together with us. Um, to continue this journey, which is really, really amazing. And as we often say, as I and Jennifer just did, please put in the comments, hello, Jennifer, hello, yes, exactly. So place in the comments, uh, hello, where you're joining from and everything. I know uh, Ian is is joining from uh, France. So, and that way we know that you're there. And throughout the broadcast, as you know, as you're hearing things, as we're receiving the information from the unseen, um, place in the comments how it's resonating. I'll check it with you throughout the broadcast. And also, if you have specific questions that you would like guidance on, place that in. So let's just do a quick uh, reset, if you will, a rewind, and go back to last week, because they talked about September as the seven. And... They talked about the fact that because septem, septem in Latin is seven, and it was originally the seventh month. In the current calendar, in the Gregorian calendar that we utilize, it is the ninth month. And it's this amazing piece about how the sevens play such a big role in everything. And it was about harvesting the souls and this, you know, a profound turning point and how the month of September is a bridge month. It is going to deliver us, if you will, to the new, to October, which is both the eight, octum, octo, eight, and it's also the 10th month, which is a renewal. And so we can see how we're doing here with this bridge month, and it's about the harvest. And they had talked about that which awakens serves. And it's about serving. So when you awaken, as you are awakened, you are serving your higher self, your soul self. It's your soul source connection that's leading you, guiding you, bridging you, delivering you. It is what's going to move you forward from the inside out. And, and then they also talked about that which transcends all that is, all that came before. This moving beyond time, the time-space continuum. And this piece about all things happening and occurring at once, meaning that there's an advancement of how we interact with time. And I know all of you, there's been this speed up of time. Things are happening faster. The year goes by faster. Everything is faster, 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 faster. Um, and that plays into this. That plays into this to where it's almost like we're sped up so fast that eventually, because you're spinning, your, your literally your soul source connection, the, the vibration that you are living at, operating within, is spinning so fast that it's as if you're standing still, meaning everything is. You're, you're moving in a way that everything is so fast 
that it in actuality feels is like it's not moving at all. That's what they're talking about, moving beyond, quote unquote, time. And that how the number seven is the foundation of God's word, this deliverance, this higher power. So now let's fast forward. And there's an interesting part. And before I jump into that, let me put my specs on here so I can see everything. Hello, Brigitte. Hello, Deborah. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Anne. Thank you all so much for joining. And um, Ian has a quick question. She's saying, what the heck is going on right now? <laughs> Welcome to the party. Welcome to the... <laughs> Welcome to the bridge month. Welcome to the gaff. Um, crazy stuff and energies pulling in so many directions. Yes. So this is exactly it. Because remember, all these, so we have a lot of astrological energies going on. Um, I believe there's five planets at the moment that are retrograde. Um, full moon just occurred. So there's all of this, and then there's just the and all of that is beneficial. Everything's purposeful. And what this is forcing us to do is to go inside. It is to go inside for our solace, to go inside for our answers, for our wisdom. And so, yes, it feels like, and, and really quite, as you all know, I sit down and I, I download. I, I Before the show each week, I listen and I say, okay, what's the theme? What's the energies? What is, what is it that you wish to convey? And this is where, and what I sat with is, and I've been very aware of this from the final show that we did on August 24th, 8-24, that it was all going to change. I was very clear about everything is going to change. And so as I've approached September with all of you and listening, it's been to, to Jennifer's point, you know, it's been a challenge because I'm, I'm keenly aware, intimately aware that the way I went about things prior, the way that we, I, I sat and downloaded for the shows and everything, it's all changing. And there's this, so when we look to the old ways, when we're looking to what we know, in our lives, in our relationships, in our world, it's as if it doesn't work anymore. It's not making sense. So there's to where Jennifer is like, what's going on? Everything's being pulled in different directions. You, you feel like you, and it's a weird thing, you feel as though all of this is happening and you can understand it, but yet you don't understand it. And then a lot of oxymorons here. <laughs> and then there's this issue also of, a sense of peace, and, and that's in here. It's confusion within peace. So it's as if you can see everything just kind of flying around and falling apart and going crazy and intensity of energies and unknowns, like not knowing how, like nothing's making sense. You don't know how to make sense of things. And because we're aware of that, you can just come to a center place, of a stillness place, and say, okay, take your hands off the wheel, okay, it's purposeful, it's, purposeful. it's happening, it's happening for a reason, it's happening for us, with us, and so there's a sense then also of peace, 
because it's really easy, like for myself, it's really easy to buy into, well, what do I do? There's, there's a communication, there's a show, there's an engagement, and it needs to be purposeful. It needs for me, it need, with all of you, with you, to share you, with your time, the value that I place on your time. It needs to, I say, okay, Unseen, I need this to, to be of value. And of course it always is. That's an ego piece that needs to get out of the way so that I can then listen and receive. And it was that thing of, ah, okay, confusion in the piece. So let's, let me, let me specs back on. So yes, Anna's saying we are in the center of the whirlwind. Exactly. We always want to be in the eye of the storm, in the eye of the hurricane, if you will, in the eye of the whirlwind. That is the still point. That is where all of this is flying around. It's going to fly around. So to remain in the stillness of things. Brigitte is saying, oh yeah, and I was told to listen and not do. Exactly. Because in the doing, the way they're saying this is, it's not about do nothing. It is about listening. Listen. 17. Follow. Be led. It is that peace that brings about peace. P-I-E-C-E and P-E-A-C-E. It is that peace that will, will move us. We just need to be in alignment with it. We need to surrender to it. We need to be aware of it. And that's what I did this morning. I had to surrender to say, okay, I'm looking at a blank page. And, and oddly enough, what I did know is they kept saying, you know, I was looking, it was like seven, seven, seven. That was the, the energy of last week. Well, as I was moving into this, I kept hearing yesterday and the day before, eight, eight, eight. And I thought, are y'all being funny with me? I mean, <laughs> and so, and yet, no, they are right on, right on target here, right on point. And they had me flip the page and they had me reverse the order of where I placed the dates and the information. And that's purposeful because we are moving across the bridge. We are being delivered to a new way. And so, and they're showing me the image of, um, I believe it's in, in Paris, it's Pont des Arts. It's the beautiful bridge. Um, and it's the beautiful, and I may, and it may be Pont Solferino. It's the wood bridge. And it has, and so you're walking across, I believe it's Pont Solferino, and you're walking across the wood bridge. It's, it's iron and, and wood. And as we're leaving the right bank to go to the left bank, and I'm, as you're walking across, it's as if it's trembling. It's as if it's moving and shaking and trembling, which causes us to feel off balance. There's, there's a fear factor involved. There's a, am I going to be okay? Will I be able to, tra to traverse this gap, this dimension, to get to the other side? And the answer is yes. Yes, 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 you will. Yes, you can. And, and, and ultimately, we must, because it's where we're going. So... It doesn't mean it's not scary. It doesn't mean that it's not destabilizing or, you know, but that's an illusion. 
So we just have to, you know, you can see be upright, be erudite in your peace, in your knowing, in, in the fact that you will be delivered. You have everything you need. It's all within you. Um, because that's, and I, and I want to jump to this really quickly because it's coming in and it came in and it, and it came in with the number eight and it was the lyrics from Defying Gravity. They're talking about moving beyond time, that it's going to be so sped up that we move in essence outside of it. And there's a beautiful part in this where literally the lyrics that we're playing were something has changed within me. Something is not the same. I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. Too late for second guessing, too late to go back to sleep. It's time to trust my instincts, close my eyes, and leap. That's very profound about this entire energy and this, uh, this bridge month and this moving to the new. Because it says that in essence, we've been told a story. We've been told the truth, and then we've been told a story. And that can be from all of the idioms and the things, you know, the, the, the things that our ego minds that our parents told us, that their parents told them, that, you know, history told them. It's all shaped. And it's saying, okay, there's that reality. There's that story. And then there's the one where I can literally have the story, the way. That is on offer. It has always been on offer. And as they said last week, you know, the ideal is the new reality. And so, and yet in order to receive it, we got to take this leap. We have to take this leap of faith. We have to stop playing by someone else's rules. Because the rules, in a certain sense, have been to keep people down, marginalized. You're, you're, you know, it's like, you can't possibly live your dreams. That's silly. That doesn't make sense. That's not possible. It's not, you can't make a living. La, 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 la. All monkey mind chatter so that you'll stay confined within the story. And this is our time to break through, break free, break, move beyond that so as to really, really live. And... And then that came into the, the last part of the lyrics, unlimited. Together, we're unlimited. Together, we'll be the greatest team there, there's ever been. There's no fight we cannot win, just you and I defying gravity, with you and I defying gravity. And so there's a beautiful piece here, and that you and I is, of course, source soul source connection. So this is how this comes together. We're unlimited. We've always been that, but now it's like the veil gets removed. Now the, and we have to go through the, you know, the tornado, the whirlwind, the storm in order to get to the other side. And that's where we are. So let me just jump back in here. Um, Brigitte saying, even if you came on with a blank page, everything will still be good. <laughs> and Thank you, Brigitte. And that is to, to also let all of you know, that is what they've been asking me to do. And, you know, I'm, 
as much faith and walk the talk and and I know this to be true, there's still a, 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 bit, a piece of trepidation. Trepidation meaning just show up with a blank page because eventually we won't need this. We won't need this because it will simply, and, and what they're ultimately saying is you don't need it now. All you need is, is your, your faith to show up, to align, to surrender, and thereby, because it's going to deliver us. And I'm, I'm very grateful to the unseen where they say, okay, 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 we'll, you know, we'll move you forward. We'll, you know, in essence, we're going to hold your hand. We're not abandoning you. Um, because ultimately where we're going, where this is all leading, and it's the last thing they said, but I'm going to move through these, but they said peace, P-E-A-C-E, peace. We are moving to a state of grace, to a state of peace, to a state of oneness, all-knowing. It's everything we've all been told. Yes, we're not unaware of it. There are those that absolutely deny it, that say, nope, that's not the way, that's a, an illusion, a a fallacy, you know, it, it's make-believe. Okay. And then there's those that say, I do believe in it, and I attempt and I strive towards it every day. And then there, there are those in the middle, and then there are those that just simply live it. So, however, this is the deliverance of peace. No more fallacy or an illusion or elusive, but all-encompassing peace. So let's jump in and, and let me bring up on, I'm going to bring this quote up from source. This was given to us last week. I'm going to bring it up again. When we suspend the reality we are in or believe we are in, a new reality emerges. So what all we have to do, discernment, have, a, have faith in a belief that says, when I suspend the reality that I, I'm in or I believe I'm in, a new one, a new reality emerges. And ultimately, that's how this is going to. So the new arrives and it's going to look, quote unquote, it's going to look like it's the same. And yet it will be completely different. How quickly we surrender the, the reality we are in or believe we are in so as to see the new. That new will usher into us faster. So these things will come together that quickly. So that's why I'm bringing that back up because they want us to see that it is about suspending the belief of a reality. It, it doesn't mean to, you know, and I mean no disrespect for anybody. It doesn't mean, you know, be cuckoo and go off the reservation and and not and be disconnected from reality. It's not that. It's simply take your hands off the wheel to receive, to suspend or to receive a new reality. Because that is what's on offer. That is what's coming. Um so let's jump into because they said eight. And I was, again, I was looking at the numbers and so forth. And while they make sense, September 14th, 2022, and how we can look at September as either a seven, it is both a seven and a nine, then the 14, a 14 and a five, one and four is five. 
and the 2022, a six. So what was interesting is you're looking, I'm looking at the numbers and they make sense to me and yet they don't. And this is what I was talking about in terms of our reality, in terms of, to Jennifer's point, what is this energy that's going on? It's like, it makes sense and it doesn't. And so, and then the, the overall theme for today is eight, E-I-G-H-T, eight. And then they said hyphen the way. So eight is the way. Now what's very interesting about the number eight is the fact that it is the number that represents Master Jesus. And so, and I'm just going to bring something up on my screen here so I can read it. And it says, the number eight represents a new beginning, meaning a new order or creation. And man's, humanity's true, in quotes, born again event when they are resurrected from the dead into eternal life. Eight, infinity. Eight, this eternity. Eight, the way. This new beginning, meaning a new order or creation. And they've often said, the unseen has often said, the old order, and there's a, there is a biblical quote, and I'm, I'm that talks about the fact that the old order of things falls away, and there's a new order that begins, a new order, a new way of creation, a new way of being, and that it delivers us into this eternal way, the way. And then the other word that they used, which was amazing, was the word union. And hexagram eight is about uniting, coming together, being in union. You can see how in the lyrics to Define Gravity, unlimited. Together, we can do anything. We're unlimited. And so it is the awakening of that aspect of ourselves, truly the awakening of that aspect of ourselves, coming into play here. So. Um, so we're the eight, number eight. Now, the interesting thing then too is the first thing they said with all of this then was release, let go, usher in the new. And then it was the, and then the number 23 because nine, September nine and 14 becomes 23. And so there was this beautiful part, and 23 is about splitting apart. We've talked about this a lot. And they're saying, release, let go, usher in the new. And so again, this is suspending this reality. I'm going to bring it up again really quickly. When we suspend the reality we are in, or believe we are in, a new reality emerges. Marry that with release, let go, usher in the new. And then 23 splitting apart this, um, and Psalm 23. Psalm 23 is the biggest, it's the most known psalm in the Bible. 
And I use this as a spiritual reference, not from a religious standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint. And of course, it is the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and so forth. I'll post it. So there's this piece about 23. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read with all of you about hexagram 23 because it's, I listen and then I go search, research, if you will. The next thing they said was emptying the vessel. And they're talking about our vessel our minds, our mind, body, spirit, the things that are tripping us up, holding us up, these things that are in our way. And they're saying, are in, and even the way we care for ourselves, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, the whole shebang, emptying the vessel. And then they said, in quotes, time is running out. And then I saw the image of a piece of art um, at the end of last year. I was um, in a hotel outside of north of Los Angeles in Valencia. And there was an image, a piece of art on the wall. And it was literally a modern piece of art that looked like an hourglass. And I was on a video with my sister and she said, oh, wow, that's interesting. You do see that that's an hourglass, like, like the time is running out, right? like the sands. And I said, uh-huh, I'm aware. And this is what they're talking about. Time is running out, meaning the old way, the old order of things. Not end of world, Armageddon, blah, blah, blah. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the old, the end of a way, the old order of things. Time is running out because as it speeds up, we'll be living outside of time because it will be going spinning so fast we will be resonating at a level that is an octave higher remember they're saying we're going back to where we began but an octave higher so it's going to speed up which means we're going to raise our consciousness we're going to raise our energetic existence our the way we operate which means we move out of time that's the next evolution, if you will, of this, where time doesn't exist in the way it did prior. So there was that with this hourglass, and, and that image is in a couple of the shows prior. So um, if you look towards the, I believe it was maybe October, November of 2021, you'll see that image in the background. Um, then the next thing they said was the, in quotes, day-to-day becomes more challenging as the old gives way to the new order of things. And then they said, and this is where confusion within peace, and they underlined it. And so this was what Jennifer was speaking about right off the bat at the top of the show. She's speaking to the fact that the day-to-day becomes more challenging per se as the old gives way the new to the new order of things. This is where things make sense, but they don't make sense. Things seem confusing, so we're agitated, we're, we're frustrated because we're trying to apply things or we're not able to connect with things in the way that we, we were. And the issue is confusion within peace, meaning let go, release, let go. Because that's going to allow the, the confusion, the chaos is going to happen. 
It's purposeful. It's meant to, because out of that confusion, most times out of confusion, chaos, confusion, greatness is born. We are a reactive, we've been a reactive peoples. Instead of being proactive, most oftentimes people are reactive. They react instead of responding. And so this is moving us to say, okay, we're aware of this. We are ultimately, intimately aware of it. We can feel it. The unknown, the confusion, the unsettlingness of the unknown. It's okay. Hands off the wheel. It's okay. It's like crossing Ponte Solferino, as Jennifer, thank you for that, said. You know, the, the bridge is going to appear because it's, it's new. We got to get to a new side. They spoke to us last week about the fact that well, all we know is this ideal and attempting to reach it, striving for it, climbing the mountain. What we know, if you will, is the right bank. It's everything we know. What we don't know is what's on the other side. What's on the left bank? And we have that idiom, right? It came out of left field. It's unknown. Came out of nowhere. It came out of left field. Well, it's because, and so we, we don't know because we've yet to experience the ideal as the reality. We've experienced the reality of striving or the reality of somebody could be saying to themselves, I can never get there or it's always against me or I can, you know, a myriad of things that say we're, we're aware of an ideal and thus far our known history, our personal lives, our personal examples and, and journeys have been about returning to it, getting back to the ideal. Now, coming up, the ideal is the new reality, and thus we've never been that. We've never been that before. We've never operated at that octave. We've never had the, the privilege, the pleasure of truly resonating at that level. And so it's both exciting and scary, unnerving, like the bridge um, analogy, because we got to move to it. And we've got to know, we've got it firmly rooted in our knowing needs to be the truth that it is ours, that it is available. That it's, it's not fantasy, <laughs> it's reality. It, it is our reality. It will be. So, um, and then lastly, they gave me, of course, the word peace. This is what this is all about. And so before I jump into hexagram 23, because it's, it's really quite amazing, um, Jennifer saying, union of soul and spirit. Exactly. And I would and I would add, Jen, union of spirit, source, soul, symphony, the whole of the whole. It all all the S's, they come together. Spirit, soul, symphony, source, all operating as one. We come together in union, in harmony. And which again has it is true now. It's just so shrouded. It's it's so um dimmed, buried underneath all of this 
minutiae, all of these realities, these stories, these things, you know, this, I'm not playing by someone else's rules, by all these rules. And, and again, it doesn't mean, you know, there's a, they're reminding me, there's a beautiful, um, I believe uh, Moses comes down, there's 10, you know, there's 10 things. We have 10 fingers, we have 10 toes. There's 10 things on the tablets, the 10 commandments in essence. With the statement from source, God, source, make no law that I've not given you. Think about that. Ten fingers, ten toes, ten commandments, ten rules to live by. With, with the directive, the guidance, the directive, make no rule I've not given you. Make no law, sorry, I've not given you. Look how many laws man humanity has created. Look at how complicated we've made something so simple. And there was a, a wonderful gentleman, I believe he's a theologian, and he was having this discussion and he looked and he, and he said, you know, at the end of the day, if we did just the first one, love thy neighbor as thyself and thy God, thy source above all other, he said, if we did just that one, the rest is commentary. The other nine are commentary. Because in essence, when we love our neighbor as ourselves, there, there is no transgression. There would never be this. It wouldn't exist. And when you have a soul source connection, when you love like God above all other, it, so this has been since the beginning, you know, here it is. And yet we've run amok. We've made law after law after law complicating what's so simple. And the great thing about, and that's the old order of things, that's where we've been when where we are, in essence, and where we're coming from. However, again, it's purposeful, right? Because through chaos, confusion, chaos, comes greatness. It, it is oftentimes the thing that, mo that moves us. It's the catalyst that moves us the greatest, the farthest, the deepest. Because look what we did with what was simple. Took it for granted, didn't listen, didn't receive it, didn't really live by it, absorb it. Off to the races because somehow we know better. And remember, as they've said to us on this journey, we've forgotten that we are the guest. The master weaver, source, is the host. And so it's imagine, imagine, as they say in French, imagine that you go to someone's home for a dinner, a banquet, a party, and you presume to tell them how to present their offering. I don't think most, it's not going to go over well. Most people aren't going to like it. So here's the beauty. Um, uh, Elizabeth, I want to just bring in Elizabeth's comment. She's saying, I've noticed that if I mind my own business, things seem less confusing. 
Yes, a thousand percent. Because we're either living, we will, we're always having the experience of the energy, the, the focus. What's our reality? What are we focused on? That is the experience we're going to have. So if we're focused on other people's business, that's the experience we're going to have. However, when we're to our, you know, listening, saying, mm, not my sandwich, that's not mine. And or what is it in their soul's journey that they need to experience? And what might I silently, in my stillness, in my silence, what might I receive simply by observing, simply by discerning and observing? That then becomes the experience I have because that's my focus. That's, that's where my energy is placed. That's my reality. They're two vastly different experiences, two vastly different energies. Um, Brigitte, this sums up the last two weeks, but on the other side is the open doors I keep seeing in meditation. Yes, remember, again, the new heaven on earth, the new Jerusalem, the new order, the new reality. Twelve doors, representing the twelve tribes. I'm using this as, as a representative analogy for everyone. It states, 12 doors, pearls, the gates are made of pearl, pearl being wisdom, knowledge, and those gates are never closed. Here's Brigitte talking about open doors, these open doors I keep seeing in meditation. Yes, because in the new, in the deliverance, the gates are never closed because there's no reason to. We close our doors, we lock our doors and so forth. There was a time way back, you know, like maybe the 50s into the 60s, there was a time where people didn't lock their doors, left their keys in their cars, that you didn't do any, you didn't have to. And then we migrated, we moved from it. In the new, the pearls, the gates of pearl are open. They are never closed. And that's what, Brigitte, I would say that your, your meditation, these open doors, it's an open invitation. It's an open uh, exchange. Together, we can do anything. There's no need. There's no harm. There's no, because the reality, the truth, the reality is when we love thy neighbor as thyself and thy God of all, all other, and we're all together and we're in what some may claim is a, a utopia, state, if you will, of being, there's no need because there's no harm. There's no disconnect. It's all together. Jennifer saying, yay, you have to groove with the vibration. <laughs> yes, exactly, because this brings in this beautiful piece. I'm going to lead to that, Jen, with this is a beautiful quote from Carrie Hone of Cafe O Soul, who I often quote and utilize her website for the hexagrams. Um, and it's this beautiful quote that says, All of life will not change you. It unfolds as a way to unmask you. And we were just talking about, so we can see how all these laws, all these stories we've told ourselves, all of these things that we have layered on titles and prestige and money and 
you know, fashion and what I have and who I am and blah, 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 blah. That doesn't make you. It doesn't change you. It unfolds you so that you'll unmask those things. So life, all of life, will not change you. It unfolds as a way to unmask you. It's about, and certainly now, emptying the vessel. Remember, they're saying emptying the vessel. And let me just come into, I'm going to bring this back up from last week as well, because we're, it's probably, it's, it's the whole, it, it's the way. It is literally representative of, and it, again, it's the star card, and it's the four of cups. Look on the left of your screen how the, the person, the, the boy or the girl, is sitting up against the tree, and wisdom, the tree, wisdom. And here is this new cup. Here is this cup coming from the hand of source. And look at how the person's head is down, legs and arms are folded and crossed, pouty, pouty look on the face, and they're looking at the three cups on the ground. The earthly cups, the old order, the old way, the cups they know. And they're upset. He, she is upset, pouty, frustrated, because the old order, these cups, it's like they're not working anymore. This isn't working. These things, and I, and this is what I know. And I'm feeling challenged and confused and frustrated. And yet, if this person were simply in the same position, change their position, change their reality. Ah, I'm literally leaning against the tree of life. Wisdom knowledge. I relax my position and open my arms because he or she is somewhat sitting in a lotus position per se. So if I open my arms, well now I'm open, I'm not closed. I'm open to receive. And then if I lift my head up in stillness, I'm going to see that cut from source, that cup of soma, source, spirit, that I haven't seen before, that I've been too closed down, too layered, too masked to see, to receive. That will change everything. And then when you look to the right, the star card, 17, follow, be led, 17, 1 and 7 becomes an 8. The car is representative by the sign Aquarius, Aquarian age, the, ruled by the matriarchal rulership, the harmony, the nourishment, the harmony, the blending, that all-encompassing, yummy, you know, as, as the Lady Jacqueline would say, juicy-ness <laughs> of life. And look how magnanimous these wondrous Seven stars around an epic central star, stars, suns, and the soma, the waters, the, the life, the living waters that are being poured out, that are being given. And look how they're eternal. There's, quote unquote, in the, in the visual, there's no source, and yet they're not running out, they're full. Look how much has been poured out of these vessels. And yet the image is that there's no lack or limitation 
on these living waters. They continue to pour forth. And so again, there's a story we've told ourselves that lack. We gotta compete for things. We've gotta, you know, there's not enough. You can't have what that's all a fallacy. That's all an illusion. That's all playing by someone else's rules. We're moving into what's always been, which is unlimited. And together, we can do anything. So let me bring you back up to. So now I want to bring up and talk about hexagram 23 because it's going to tie all of this together in such a beautiful way. And what's amazing, eight, right? Eight, the way, union. Well, the hidden influence of hexagram eight is 23, is splitting apart. And the point is to regenerate. Its underlining cause is 14. Today is the 14th. It's 14. Great possessing. It is to have it all, to truly have it all. And again, it's the story, it's the old script that says you can't have it all. That's impossible. It's not possible. No, can't have it. But you can. And you will. Because it's meant to, 14, great possessing, it's meant to shine. So again, octave higher, spinning faster, new order, where everything shines, everything illuminates in a way that we haven't had, um, the way I'm hearing it is, in centuries. So hexagram 23. And let me know, how is this all resonating with all of you? Are you, how's it resonating? Share that with me in the comments and we'll come back. And if you have any specific questions, I'm going to jump into um, hexagram 23. It's called PO, P-O, PO, split apart. Its action is to regenerate. Its hidden influence is to. It is the receptive force, the divine feminine. There she is on the star card, receptive, to yield, take our hands off. Let this come, let us meet it. Let it, let it come to us and let us come to it. Let us come together. And interesting, its hidden influence is the overall number for today. Because when you add 9 and 14 and 20 and 22, it becomes a 20, which becomes a 2. So here it is as the hidden influence. And its underlining cause, 43, determination, breakthrough. Like, we will come through this. We will break through. We will be delivered. Um, and it says, there are times when disintegration or letting go, what was the first thing they said to us? Release, let go, um, usher in the new. So there are times when disintegration or letting go is the only pathway to regeneration. Poe, splitting apart, Poe is a message about how things become stronger by removing outgrown elements. Pruning a tree, tree, pruning a tree allows its branches to become more luxuriant. In this situation, there is a need to release what is outworn or which no longer serves you so that you can return to a path that is more fulfilling. Sometimes you have to separate aspects in your life in order to achieve balance. A relationship that is in this stage can reach an impasse where either release or renew is at play. 
it can no longer operate within the unhealthy dynamics of the past. And so remember, relationship, that can be literally a relationship, a love relationship, a business relationship, a professional relationship, a, re a spiritual one, a religious one, a spiritual one. Any form of relationship where you are in relation with another, is it about re release or renew? Is it about letting go of the old so as to make room for the more fulfilling, the, the luxuriant? And it's about believing that that is yours. Because again, there's a story we tell ourselves that no, 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 it has to be forever. Or, no, 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 somehow I failed if it isn't. Well, we deny ourselves that's a script, that's a mask, that's a story. We're playing by someone else's rules, as opposed to saying, as painful as this may be, or as liberating as this may be, or as much as others may not like it or want to judge me, what I know within my heart, within my soul, is that there's something more, more fulfilling, more luxuriant, more, and I'm worthy of that. And thereby, I'm going to release this to make space, to empty my vessel, so as to receive it. And the same could be true about renewing it. Is it in a state of decline that requires renewal so as to receive the same exact things? A more fulfilling, more luxuriant, more promised relationship. That's all on offer. Similarly, a, a relationship reaching a commitment phase can also become more stressed as each partner examines the other more acutely. Discernment, stillness, really listening so that you know, is it release or renew? Like autumn, leaves are stripped away in preparation for the rebirth of spring. When familiar landscapes die, uh, when they die away, it can be frightening. However, this is how nature moves towards the next cycle. And so again, here's the bridge and here's letting go of everything we know. It's symbolic. It doesn't mean that it's not fearful. It, it can be frightening because we're letting go of things to make room for what is technically unknown. Although it's not unknown, we're aware of it. We're aware of this ideal. We're aware of it. We've just spent lifetimes attempting to achieve it. Um, the time requires patience, where emptiness can be returned to fullness. Emptying your vessel, where emptiness can be returned to fullness. Some type of overhaul is taking place, so trust the process. The time requires great courage as you wait the situation out without acting until the way becomes clear. What a delightful lesson in patience. It's certainly been, <laughs> I've certainly become intimately familiar with patience. Um, and I've come to appreciate patience. It's a struggle. It can be. And it, but again, as quickly as we release that struggle, we can come into great reverence and appreciation of patience. Where breakthrough would have been a time to push through the difficulty with action, now you must acknowledge 
that there is little you can do to change events other than to let go and open to the inner experience. The hidden fluence of kun, K-apostrophe-U-N, kun, shows a need to respond inwardly while awaiting for the change to complete its cycle outwardly. So this not having control, we have control over the reality we choose, our actions, our stillness. Are we jumping in? Are we, are we repeating old patterns? Are we utilizing the old? Or are we going within? Let go and open the inner experience. There's the door that Brigitte was speaking to. There's an open door, an open, open to the inner experience of things. While we await patience, while we await, but we're mirroring, we're, we're meeting up with it. And we're saying, okay, we're going to meet you. You're going to meet us. We're going to meet you. The new. And thereby, because we're aligning that, we come together and it outwardly manifests, which means it's a new reality. Our internal reality is different and it meets the outward reality, which is different, new. Um, so let me just bring back one last thing down here on hexagram 23. You may understand that change must come while clinging to the illusion of what you need. So this is saying, see, this is where that confusion, like in my example earlier, here's this blank page. I was unaware, like they want me to just show up and listen and do this. And I was like, oh, because I'm clinging to an illusion of what I need. And they're saying to me, I'm very aware that they're saying to me, the new is you don't need that. The new is just show up. We'll lead you through. We'll guide you. It's going to be unified. It's going to be one. And they, benevolent as they are, are saying, okay, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to just throw the baby out with the bathwater or rip the band-aid off. We're going to migrate you. We're on a bridge. We'll migrate you. With the emphasis on the awareness that the new doesn't require it, that I am, in essence, we are clinging to an illusion to a story, to a reality that we believe we're in or that we need. During the time of splitting apart, you will discover new life stirring beneath the mind's abstractions. See? <laughs> Here it is. We're aware. I'm aware. We're aware. You're aware that there's new. There's more. There's something different. It's going to take place in a different way. And that we're, there's an uncomfortableness with we're aware of it, and yet we're it's unsettling in a way. It's exciting and it can be unsettling because it's unknown. And thereby, we understand this, that you will discover new life stirring beneath mind's abstractions. Sincerity is the stirring of your authenticity. It is something which is shaped by feelings, not mind. The mind may be looking for a breakthrough, but the opening will occur in the heart. So see, so in essence, the mind, what they're saying in this moment is, so in the illusion of the reality that we're in, and all of a sudden that's gone, it changes, we're sped up, we're, we're literally being, living, being at an octave higher, the energies are higher, faster, which moves us out of time, or through time, out of it. 
So the mind is looking for the breakthrough. We're looking for the reality. But where it's going to occur, where, where it's going to be realized or known first is in the heart. And thus, why we go inside, the stillness, we go inside. It's okay that all this chaos and stuff is going on. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's, not, it's purposeful. It's painful, but it's purposeful. It doesn't mean that we want it that way. So, um, however, it's inside that the doors are going to open first. Feelings make life valuable, and without them, you will be forced to turn back and become open again. So again, four cups, crossed arms, looking at, if we're not, if we're in, feelings make life valuable. And without them, you will be forced to turn back. So if you're really closed down, if there's no emotion, no feelings, you're going to be turned back because the feelings open the way. Because, again, frustration, like in the Four of Cups, right? He, she can be frustrated and finally realize, so that's a feeling, that's an emotion, it's a feeling. And through that, I finally realize, oh, I'm frustrated and why am I, oh, 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 and all of a sudden, every, the way is unlocked. It's open. It came through a feeling. If we're stuck in the mind, well, the mind is shut down. It's saying, nope, it must be like this, and I'm holding on to this, and I want to go back to that. And that's devoid of the emotion, of the feeling. It's always a feeling, a knowing, a feeling. If feelings of fear have created a situation that moves towards splitting apart, we learn that fear can only lead to decay. So if we don't choose, so in other words, if we stay stuck on fear, it leads to decay. They often say fear is your friend. Fear is energy. Everything's energy. Fear is an energy. Am I utilizing it to immobilize myself, which leads to decay? Or am I utilizing fear, the energy of fear, to catapult me forward, to awaken me, to move me? That opens the way. It takes unconditional love and care to keep anything thriving. And, and they're giving me this quickly, like, you know, when you tend with a plant or something, when you tend with anything, a human, uh, a fur baby, <laughs> a plant, when you care with it, when you, when you care, you take care of it with unconditional love, it thrives. It absolutely thrives. It speaks back to you. It responds. The time is bringing the intangible to expression. The time is bringing the intangible, the ideal, the unseen. The time is bringing the intangible to expression, and sometimes it has little to do with logic. So the intangible, the unseen, what the ideal, is being brought to expression, being brought to reality. The ideal is the new reality. And that isn't logical. It happens. It happens from the inside out, and it happens because we change our perspective. We meet up with, we align with the new. Like dreaming, we are often exploring the exact opposite of what we believe to be true about ourselves. Why? 
because the day is spent defending mindsets, defending ourselves, defending positions, beliefs, desires, untruths that we tell ourselves, realities that we believe we're in. Because the day is spent defending mindsets and the night dissolves them. In dream analysis, it is sometimes more important to understand the feeling that the image is conjured up rather than attempt to understand the symbols. Poe reveals how sensitivity funds the urge for transformation. It is not an intellectual endeavor. Splitting, splitting apart is your willingness to remain compassionate in all you do. The ancient text seems to suggest that our normal perspective has everything backwards. Conflict makes us defensive, although it comes to break our protective covering. The unnecessary blockages we create will merely evaporate when we become open. You may defend your concrete perspective when approaching others, even while they have, even while they have come to help let you let it go. All of experience presents you with a mysterious mirror that reflects the well-being of your inner world. So there's this really beautiful piece here with all of this that this is leading to peace. Peace within. Peace is something you feel. It is an emotion. We think about peace, but we know. We know peace as an energy. That is where this is all leading, this whole emptying of the vessel. So, and let me just bring this, um, Brigitte had said about the, the cards, uh, this card is so much more clear this week now. Yes, that's why I was, I'm bringing them back because the importance of them, the significance of them, the uh, emblemization of them is very profound. It, it's, it's like two cards, sum it all up. Um, and then she also said, all I have to say is, wow, I'm in this right now. Went to Montreal to help my son and I'm having to spend an open-ended amount of time. This is making my entire family to look within themselves. Yes, because look, these opportunities, when we do assist, when it's, when it's, um, open, receptive, or when we don't play the role others expect of us when we expand, it forces slash allows others to face their fears so as to rise, so as to expand, because we're not there doing it for them. And again, it's a mask and a story that we tell ourselves, oh, well, I can't, you know, I can't put that plate down that's spinning in the air. It'll get, they'll drop it, they'll break it. Maybe, perhaps. However, they might just take over and spin it and spin it in a different way. Take care of it in a different way. And we need to be open to, a, to that opportunity so that they can rise or fall or have that experience because that's purposeful for them. So it is, as um, Elizabeth had commented earlier, it is to know when when are we a part of someone else's business and when are we and when are we not? When do we stay in stillness? When are we doing something? When are we wearing a mask that we know we're wearing it over and over? And when do we know to lay it down, let it go, empty our vessel? 
and the beauty of all of this is it, it will be um, what they're saying to me is it'll be the works. Notice that they're using plural works. It will be the works that we do in the new, meaning there's a continuation of the soul's journey, the soul's experience in a human form, in a divine human form. However, it's works. It's not work. Work has a negative connotation. Work has a ugh, you know, dullness to it, a, a weight, a burden. Where in the new, it will be the works of, of the soul's journey that continue. This experiencing the divine in human form. However, in a new way, in a new world, in a new order of things, because it's aligned, it's we've come together in union, and the ideal is the new reality. So the perfected state, if you will, is the new reality. It doesn't mean that we don't continue to experience. It's just done in an, in a, in an, an octave higher in a way that is really... Um, Quite amazing is the way they're saying it to me. I mean, it's it's something we've not we've not experienced in this lifetime. Doesn't mean it didn't happen before, because there's obviously many ancient stories that tell us it did. So this is a going back to where we began, but an octave higher. Um, and in order to do that, the splitting apart, the migrating across the bridge. Um, last two things, Brigitte. Um, I was fighting it but have now surrendered to something better than what I can imagine for all involved. Exactly. And the key word, surrendered. You, whomever is in the driving seat of this, if you will, in this instance, Brigitte, I had, she had to surrender. The choice is to surrender the old, to empty the vessel, to let go of the mass, to, to be in stillness so as to rise, align, empty, empty the vessel, release, let go, usher in the new. And as we usher in, number eight, uniting, it's the way. It is to regenerate, it is to shine, it is splitting apart, it is great possessing. That is defying gravity. It is defying the old order of things. It is to move beyond them to let them go. Um, Elizabeth adding, in some ways, you already have done it when we did the Zoom gathering. Yes, very, very true. Thank you. Surrender is the word of the week. Yeah, it's the word. It is the word of the way. Surrender. <laughs> surrender. To surrender is the most empowering thing, gift, you will ever give yourself. And it is not the surrender of defeat and giving up and no, no, no. It's not that definition of surrender. Surrender so as to receive. Surrender so as to be the guest. Surrender so as to empower, so as to see, see a greater, bigger picture. It is the word of the way. Um, because without surrender, if, if you're not willing to surrender, fear, masks, labels, identities, stories, if you're not willing to surrender them, they control you. They own you. 
only through surrendering them. People, places, things, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, only by surrendering them. Do you empty the vessel? Do you make space for something more luxuriant, more fulfilling? Something more, meaning beyond what was. Surrender, surrender, surrender. So, um, I will uh, leave you with all of this for this week. Uh, thank you again, everyone, for joining, for sharing, uh, for being here on this journey. I could not love you all more. Um, you are such a beautiful reflection of this journey. And your comments and your sharing and your openness is, is humbling and, and really deeply gratifying. So thank you all for that. Thank you for joining. Um, I'll be back next week for another week of Weekly Wisdom and Insights to see where they're taking us on this journey. And um, also tomorrow, if you are part of the, uh, the private Facebook group, we are doing the second gathering where we just simply come together and see what where it leads us, what needs to be shared with everyone. Um, and so please, if you aren't, uh, sign up for the private group. And then there's the Zoom details within the private group. And please join us tomorrow for that. So with all of that, many, many blessings to everyone. Namaste. And we will see you next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live, gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.